0: Hey everyone, it's your host Kate Blair. Thanks for tuning in to episode 5 of Raise a Voice, a podcast that provides more awareness and support to individuals affected by child cancer and encourages teens to get more involved in their community. In this episode, I will be talking more about positivity. I will also be talking about and sharing how my family and I stayed positive and handled our stress during my sister's battle and journey with childhood cancer. So with that being said, let's get started. Again, my name is Kate Blair and I'm the host of the podcast, Raise a Voice. In today's episode, I will be talking about positivity and how I stayed strong during those difficult times in my life when my sister was diagnosed with cancer. Something I realized when I was thinking about this podcast topic is that staying positive can come easier for others, one, depending on the situation that you are put into, two, depending on the people around you. And finally, depending on the way that you looked at life before that experience happened. I am simply sharing my personal story and experience of how I got through the difficult times when my sister was battling. And hopefully it can help somebody listening today. On one Tuesday morning, a couple of weeks into my sister's treatment, Elizabeth and I woke up to some amazing and super positive music. My mom would usually play something like the Black Eyed Peas Boom Boom Pow, Just to hype us up for the day, it was usually Elizabeth's chemo song to get her in the mindset each and every day that she can continue to fight and work hard. We took each and every day, day by day, and sometimes even hour by hour, which you will see in this story. So we were all ready, we were leaving to go to school, and as we headed out, Elizabeth said, somebody took our tires. And what our car looked like, if you can imagine, was just a car sitting on top of bricks. All four of our tires were stolen, and we were completely shocked. At the time, I didn't even realize that people took other people's tires off of cars. That day, my dad was able to take me to school, but when I got home, my mom and my sister were not at home anymore. As a sibling who's used to getting home and seeing her mom and her sister there every single day, I was super worried and I started to wonder if everything was okay because my sister was battling cancer at the time. Later, I found out that around 10 30 in the morning that day after I had gone to school, my mom noticed that my sister's speech was starting to slur. It started slurring so bad to the point where my mom could not understand anything that she was saying. As my mom tried to have her even stand up, my sister fell over because she could not even hold herself up. Later, we realized that the right side of her body was not working anymore. If I were to describe it, it would kind of be like if one side of your body just fell asleep. She wasn't able to walk or talk that day. Immediately, my mom called 911 so that Elizabeth could be taken to the hospital in the ambulance because the tires off of our car were stolen. At the time, the doctors had no idea what was going on, but Elizabeth was showing signs of a stroke, so immediately they admitted her into the intensive care unit at the hospital. For those of you who may not know what the intensive care unit is, it is a special department of the hospital that provides treatment to patients with either severe or life-threatening illnesses and injuries. It requires constant care and super close supervision from life support equipment and medication in order to ensure normal bodily functions. They are staffed with highly trained physicians and nurses who specialize specifically for critically ill patients. The fire department arrived at our house within minutes, And as they monitored her, the ambulance came just in time to take her to the hospital. And again, right as she was being taken to the hospital, the police showed up to do a report on the theft of our tires, where they interviewed my dad. I mean, talk about a day. We were able to get through that day by remaining positive. I will go into detail in a few minutes explaining more about that process. When Elizabeth arrived at the hospital, they did an emergency MRI because they weren't totally sure what was happening to her at the time. Elizabeth could not get what we call the sleepy medicine because she had eaten Cheetos for breakfast that morning, so she was told that she would have to stay super still and awake as they did the MRI. Today I look at my 5-year-old sister and I think, could she stay still for 30 to 45 minutes? But nobody ever doubted Elizabeth for a minute. She is so much wiser beyond her years, and she is truly so amazing. Words cannot even begin to describe how incredibly strong Elizabeth is. So what we initially believed to be a stroke was actually an uncommon complication with new chemotherapy that she was receiving. Unfortunately, something that I have learned through All of this experience is that some of the side effects from chemotherapy can be extremely devastating. Some of the major things that Elizabeth has suffered from is post-traumatic stress, not only from this particular story, but many other things, such as countless pokes and surgeries, injections of chemotherapy into her spine, the sleepy medicine, losing her toenails and her fingernails, and also the loss of her hair. The list can just go on and on. She also started tremoring as a result from the ICU experience, and she still suffers from tremors today. Some additional side effects childhood cancer patients need to be concerned about from receiving chemotherapy can be heart failure, infertility, and even secondary cancers. I think it is so crazy to know that one of the side effects from medicine that can be saving a child's life from cancer can cause other cancers. So you are probably wondering, how does somebody stay positive through such a traumatic experience like this? And that is what I'm going to share with you right now. Something my family would do is painting on a canvas in the backyard. My siblings and I created a type of art therapy right from our backyard. Sometimes my sister's immune system was at zero and she had nothing to fight off any type of virus. This current time of quarantine with COVID-19 has definitely brought back some memories of this battle. We didn't go out much because my sister could not risk it with her health. Her body did not have what it needed to fight off anything on its own. Chemotherapy had wiped out her entire immune system and all of her immunizations. With so many people choosing not to vaccinate today, It was definitely a worry and a super strong concern for her health. Her life was being threatened if she were to get measles or mumps, which were going around at the time, or anything else which people have had the opportunity to prevent with vaccines and preventing the spread of viruses like these. My hope is that through sharing my sister's story, I will help others to become more aware that vaccinating yourself not only protects you, but also others around you who don't have the choice, like my sister. Now that Elizabeth has completed all of her chemotherapy and she is in remission, she is now up to date on all of her vaccines and immunizations. During this stressful time, painting was such a great way to relax. It was a way to release feelings and emotions, and it was also a way to give back. Basically, my parents set up a large white canvas and acrylic paint in every single color of the rainbow in the backyard. We put on our painting clothes and painted hearts after hearts. We splattered paint color after paint color and talked through many emotions and questions that we had with our parents or each other during this time. Each and every painting session helped me feel better and I was able to learn that it's good to talk about things and not bottle them up inside. We were able to relax and that is what I would say is my number one way to help you stay positive in your journey or whatever you are going through right now. There are so many different ways that you can relax through music, painting, yoga, stretching, or any type of exercise. During this time, I was doing ballet consistently, and that helped me so much. It is so important that you find at least one activity that helps you to get out of your head and not focus on any possible negative outcomes. It should be something that helps your heart and your mind feel good. Another thing this painting in my backyard did to help me was to release my emotions I was able to talk about things with my parents and siblings and I think it is so important that you find somebody to trust and somebody that you feel comfortable talking to or even just a place you are comfortable letting out your emotions and feelings. It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical person. It can be a journal or a blog of any sort and in this case it was painting. We would splatter the paint on the canvas to release frustrations or concerns or we would create hearts of every color with smooth strokes of the brush to show our strength and our resilience. In the end, we really did create some amazing artwork. This step can hopefully help you to put you back in that positive direction and way of thinking. Finally, we gave back. We stayed positive by donating these paintings to the local children's hospital where they were used for Christmas card collections, awards for the Arizona governor, auction items to raise more money, and decorated awards received by well-known singers, including Jordan Sparks. When I sit back and I look at all these moments of uncertainty, I realize the amazing impact that this has had on so many people. This week, I highlighted a different kid on my social media, Who has gone through treatment and battled childhood cancer for Children's Hospital Week. The one common thing between these children in these pictures is that in each picture they have a smile on their face. I hope it helps you realize that no matter your circumstances you can always bring positivity to the table. Know that because of your smile you make life more beautiful. Raising Voice is a podcast made up of all thoughts, opinions, and experiences shared for informational purposes only. Thanks for tuning in and please follow me on Instagram at share a heart of gold to see all the ways you can help to raise your voice, spread more kindness, and become more involved in your community. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day and make sure to tune in next time.